All right, hello everybody. Welcome to another episode of yeah. Random Topics. Uh, we are going to start off with this episode with a story from Shane Fairbanks. <laughs> oh, well, thanks, Code. Uh, I do have a story. I, I wanted to tell the story of, uh, of Ben DiNucci. Um, we, uh, we had some uh, unfortunate mishaps with the internet last week, so apologize to all of our yes. subscribers. Uh, that was my fault. So um, let's see, where do we start with the Ben Benucci thing? It has been uh, a topic of conversation for a long time on this podcast of following Ben Benucci's career, and uh, or at least last year, and Cody, you know, constantly kind of reminding the, the world uh, that he would love to get a jersey. So I reached out to a few people, being the uh, the guy that goes down the rabbit hole very easily. So I went and emailed every single um, player personnel on the on the website for the Denver Broncos, asking for Ben Benucci's contact information because I wanted to put him on our podcast, right? Inviting him to the podcast, and not a single response, not a out of office reply, not a thing, right? And I, first, and I got a little frustrated because I thought, okay, look, how many requests is Ben DiNucci getting on a daily basis? I mean, let's be real honest here. Kurt, what do you think? How many does he see in a, in a day, right? I would say probably in a day, probably uh, between zero and one yeah. in a day. I mean, maybe he gets two a week if that. Right. So the the uh, when I sent them the email, it was kind of a I emailed everybody on the same email, right? So they can't say that they didn't see it. Like all all four of them could be at lunch and it could come up in conversation, right? Like, "Oh, hey, I got that email too." Um and I sent them a link to uh to the uh podcast as well so they could listen to some former episodes, right? And uh I got nothing. So then I go full stalker mode and I reach out to him via Instagram. I reached out to him via LinkedIn. I re- and you saw, you guys saw that he saw me, right? He looked at my my LinkedIn profile. So don't tell me he doesn't know who we are, right? So the I, I'm still not getting nothing, right? And uh, and I I've since emailed and done the whole thing twice now, right? The whole Instagram. Um, I don't know if it's, he's on Facebook, but Instagram. Um, I'm not on. That, what is it, Snapchat or the, you know, the other stuff that those uh, young kids are doing. But anyway, uh, I, I reached out to him and I found out on um, Instagram that this guy has a hat line, right? A, ha- a clothing line of hats um, that basically is the cities, but they're upside down and backwards, okay? So imagine if it says Dallas. It's upside down and backwards, but it says Dallas, right? And it's called like True Brand or something like that. So I reached out to him again with all these things, and I said, listen, if you can jump on this podcast, our entire crew will be fitted with all of your hats, right? We'll buy all of them, right? Well, everybody will get a hat. Not a thing. So the next move is this one, and it'll be for next week, and I'm going to do it every single week until he either tells me to stop or he jumps on. I'm going to send him the link, the, the team's link. So if we may be on the podcast in the future, and we may have a random phone number show up, and it, God damn it, it's me, Ben DiNucci. Um, I'm, I'm in. I'm gonna. You inspired me. I'm gonna. I'm gonna hit him up on Instagram. I'm. A, I'm sure that it's. I'm looking at his hats right now. It's a, a true brand, but the brand is spelled 
B-R-V-N-D. I guess it's an upside-down-A kind of a play on how they print all the names upside-down. But, yeah, hit them up on True Brand uh, Instagram, Ben Nucci Instagram. Yes. No, so that means that a, um, all of us on here has to have questions teed up just in case Ben DiNucci just jumps on the line, you know, late at night just because. Even if you have to ask him uh, what his favorite, you know, holiday is or what his favorite car is when he was a kid or whatever, whatever we got all those questions. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I, I think that's the, uh, the, the, the mission statement for this podcast is to uh, get Ben DiNucci on it. Yes. Get Danucci. <laughs> Danucci or bust around here. Exactly. <laughs> Hopefully he's listening. So does that mean we'll have a t-shirt that would be the uh, the podcast would be uh, Roy in front of me and Kurt um, when we were at the Arizona game, right? That screenshot would be the front of the t-shirt and then the back says Danucci or bust? You can wear it to a WWE event, that's for sure. Well, the the other thing that they had uh, that we wanted that uh, came up last week was the uh, the uh, Boise State uh, the Boys in Blue uh, promotion. There, one hundred and twenty-five bucks for a single game ticket. If they win at home. You turn that ticket in, and you uh, get another free ticket. So you basically, uh, if they won out at home, you get a season ticket for one twenty-five. Now, Roy, so, yeah, go for it, Kurt. Uh, let's 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 uh, while we're going down that rabbit hole, let's take a look at uh, who we're playing, who, who they're looking at here, and uh, see if we can kind of. Figure out how many teams you're gonna hear. I, I now I know outside Pac-10 and like you know the major school. I don't know anything about uh, football, but it'd be kind of interesting to see if we can figure out how many games you're gonna get to go to for 125 dollars. Now I can't remember who they open up with at home. Is it? Tell me, it's not the the weak sisters of the blind or somebody that's a total gimme. <laughs> You got you. Uh, it looks like you got uh, UCF at home. They so start off the season on the road in uh, on Montlake, facing against the uh, the boys in purple, the home the home, the home team in purple. Uh, then we got U, UCF. It's like, uh, is that Central Florida? I think it's Central Florida. Okay, so they got coastal UCF Florida, central Florida. Florida. Maybe it's coastal. Yeah, who knows? It could be coastal Florida. And you've got North Dakota um, at home the following week. Now, isn't North Dakota the team that wins all the national championships, or is that North Dakota State? I, no idea. It it might be North Dakota. I don't know. So then you go. They go on the road to uh, San Diego State, the mighty Aztecs, and then they go uh, on the road to Memphis, and then San Jose State is at home to play Colorado State uh, on the road, and then Wyoming. Is that uh, Josh Allen's own? It is. Josh Allen's on the mm-hmm. line, is that? 
That's right. Cody, what do you, how many games do you think they're going to win? What do you think is uh, the value of this purchase if you bought a ticket? <laughs> oh, God. So I think it's probably varies on how many games they win, which will probably be either eight or nine, maybe, from games. Wow. Well, the, the, the deal is if, if they keep winning, you keep winning because if you're present, you show your digital ticket, and then they give you another, um, the same ticket basically for the next home game. No, yeah, so it's kind of like a uh, winner, uh, or what's that basketball? Uh, make it take it. Yeah. yeah, there you go. Make we it win, take it. So, Roy, tell me what a winter looks like in Boise when they're playing football. I mean, is it as cold as I think it is? Is it a home field advantage? That, that blue is like the indicator on a Coors can. Oh, when the mountains are blue, huh? <laughs> when the field turns blue. Yeah, when the mountains are blue. <laughs> yeah it, it's cold. <laughs> so uh, keep that in mind. Um, I think you would stay dry. But uh, I have a feeling uh, you'd have to layer up. Well, it sounds like uh, the, if like if it's zero degrees in Boise for a home game, for example, <laughs> the guys from uh, North Dakota and Wyoming are going to think they're in Hawaii because it's even colder down there. <laughs> Along those lines, the only home field advantage I can see on November 11th, they've got New Mexico. Now, oh, there Mexico, go. I think of a warmer climate when I think of New Mexico, so they might be a little bit uh, weather <laughs> shock. shock. <laughs> but yeah, it's a Shane's point. I don't think it's going to do a lot to the uh, Wyoming or Colorado or uh, what was the other one? Uh, North Dakota, yeah. No. I, you're not going to shake them. But, uh, how far away is, uh, I don't even know, well, I guess it's in Boise. How far away from you guys are uh, from where they play, or you guys were about twenty minutes or so. Oh, okay. I I definitely yeah. think, in the interest of uh, entertaining podcasts, I definitely think that this is something you should uh, you should purchase. We should do. <laughs> yeah, and I, I think that um, speaking for myself, I, mean, I think that I think the podcast would be willing to cover the expenses. So, <laughs> yeah, from a financial standpoint. <laughs> It's a business expense, absolutely. And then no one would be rooting more than we would for our money to go farther and farther. Absolutely. <laughs> just makes good financial sense. Now that I am rooting for them to play the weak sisters of the blind or whatever they are. Central Colorado State Tech. Yeah, of mining. Exactly. <laughs> College of Mines. <laughs> That's M-I-N-D-S. <laughs> yeah. Mine powers, friends. <laughs> so while we're on the topic of Boise State, I saw, and I can't remember what college it was, somebody put in a black field. What? It's, it, it's just like Boise's got the blue. Somebody put in black. I can't oh. think of the name of what school it was, but... Well, I know Eastern put in red. Eastern Eagles here in Washington put yeah, in a red field. Right. I didn't know I there was a black field. Imagine. 
how ungodly hot that must be. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I remember playing uh, on the only time we ever played on legit AstroTurf was at Spark Stadium. Always seemed to be the first week of September, and it would be 130 down there. <laughs> well, hopefully that uh, black field isn't in Arizona or somewhere super warm. It looks like it's the State University of New York at Morrisville. Oh, rolls off the tongue. Right. Uh, the, uh, the the it's going to be the new look for Drake Field. Wow. I don't think uh, I don't know who. Uh, who okayed that or who greenlit that? But I, I don't know. It, it, it looks pretty cool, but yeah, I just can't imagine. Playing Did Drake that. sponsor that field? It's called Drake Field. It might be Drake. I don't know. They <laughs> might get Drake on the podcast to talk about. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Drake or bust. Check it out. He's looking at Gene's LinkedIn right now. <laughs> <laughs> Too late, Danucci. You've been replaced. We got a bigger star. From Canada. Yeah. We're really big in Canada and Germany or wherever else we're big in. I'd be really interested to see who um, the third and fourth quarterback on the Denver Broncos roster is. Yeah, look, we were talking last week um, that, okay, so Danucci has got to be third or fourth on the depth chart, or maybe he's a camp arm or something, right? So if if he if he gets the boot and doesn't make the team, he's fortunate to get on a podcast like ours with our eleven listeners, right? I mean, what else is he going to do? He's going to be selling insurance, or he's going to be playing in the I arena think league. He's fortunate to get. He's fortunate to get a podcast if he's a starter. By some miracle, he beats out Russell Wilson. <laughs> I'd be so fortunate to be on this podcast. Yeah, well, I mean, when do we, I guess we'll give it a couple of weeks and then we'll just start firing from the hip with like uh, threatening them with, uh, you know, yeah. pictures and all the rest, right? Just threats, <laughs> sure. threats might work. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. I'll come out with my own upside down logo or upside down spelled at brand. Yes, it'll be called <laughs> untrue brand. <laughs> Coming after you, Danucci. <laughs> Photoshop them into, uh, you know, some uh, pictures with milfs. <laughs> sure. Sure. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Lucky for him, I don't think what anybody on knows how to use Photoshop. <laughs> <laughs> we barely know how to connect to the internet and get a podcast on the air. <sighs> Can't even record a whole podcast. Yeah, I, uh, I think that we, I, I definitely him on board with trying to trying to get him on the show by any means possible and uh ben if you're listening right now uh just joking yeah all the best you're right <laughs> uh so one other thing we brought up last week was uh the seahawks getting rid of the um the wolf gray jerseys they're they're going with the throwback jerseys this year right so they can only have two alternative jerseys and they have the throwback this year and action green so they're only doing those two wolf gray is no longer and fun fact i didn't know last week their record in the wolf gray jerseys are 13 2 and 1 and we're getting rid of the jersey 
bringing back the jerseys, and I guarantee they don't have a winning record in them old jerseys. Well, you know, to be fair, when I think of a dominant football team, I think of the, uh, you know, early to, to mid-90s uh, Seattle Seahawks. So why not uh, bring back the, get rid of the wolf, wolf gray victory uniforms and uh, let's go with the 2-14 and 14 throwbacks. Yeah, as soon as I saw DK Metcalf in that old jersey, I thought, oh, we're on the clock for the first pick in the draft. Immediately. I, listen, I, the whole thing to me about limiting the amount of jerseys, uh, who cares? What, I don't understand what the uh, what the commissioner's issue with that is. You would think that the more jerseys you have out there, the more um, product you could sell in team stores. So why not just let them go? I mean, the NBA, it looks like those teams have a different jersey on every night. Like, what? I don't, I don't understand what the... Uh, what the beef is with that, but no, I, in all seriousness, I'm excited to see him play in the, uh, the throwbacks. I think they look pretty cool. They do look Even nice. Just for one game. Yeah. Cody, I can't I'm remember. To see all the other teams throwbacks too. Right, a lot of them are going with uh, the old school. I saw Denver came up with a new helmet uh, for their jerseys as well. Um, Cody, I can't remember the, the number that you were deciding on. If you would have got a throwback jersey, what number would have been? I think I decided with Geno Smith on that one for the throwback. Kurt, what would you do? Throwback jersey. Are we talking about a throwback jersey for a current player? Any player. No, you get a, a new throwback jersey, but you can put any number and any player, past or present. I might go a little, little deep cut and go number three, Norm Johnson. Whoa. I thought you were going to go number three, Rick Meyer. I could go to number three, Rick Meyer. And the, I was trying, the dominance of Rick Meyer. Right. I, I, I was trying to think of uh, what Ephraim Herrera's number is. <laughs> I can't. I don't know what it is. I, I'd, uh, or I'd go with a, uh, a Warren Moon. I used to, I, I somewhere in my house, and I didn't find it over this past week, I have a number seven Brock Hewitt jersey. Oh wow, that's a that's a yeah. legit old school jersey there, Brock Heward. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, nah, I mean, I'd probably go. My sister's got a throwback uh, number eighty. Steve Largent jersey is pretty nice looking. Yeah, it, that's a good yeah, look. Yeah, any of them really. Dave, I'd rock a Dave Craig jersey. You could get away. You could get a lot of credibility walking into a bar with a Dave Craig jersey. Sure. Absolutely. So, Shane, what was yours? Uh, I was going to go here. with uh, uh, my dad's favorite player, uh, number 45, Kenny Easley. Kenny Easley. Yeah. That he was, my dad was the only one walking around with a 45 jersey on. Um, my mom had the, the Steve Largent. Um, and this is back when they weren't throwback jerseys. These were just jerseys. Uh, they were the jerseys. Yeah, jerseys didn't fall uh, to the old uh, firstborn. Uh, we didn't have, I didn't have one, <laughs> but uh, my parents did. Uh, and they had the 45 and the 80, proudly rocking it. Back when they were made by, uh, sponsored by Russell Athletic. <laughs> exactly. Sponsored by too many beers and the three point loss. <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't know, Roy. I, I can't remember. I remember. I'll, I'll, I'll tell you what, though. I mean, I, you know, with some more thought in this, I mean, I'm going to go with a guy that, you know, 
you know, bears some of my resemblance in uh, in uh, girth is uh, Womack. <laughs> oh, pork chop. Pork chop Womack. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, or you know something like that. I think I could, uh, I could fly. You know, Roy, you could pull off like a, a an old Joe Nash, right? A little, uh, a little seventy two. Yeah, oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Why not? I was th- I was thinking you were gonna go with uh, what's the uh, a tackle, Steve Hutchinson. <laughs> I guess that would be a throwback jersey. Well, it's kind of they were in the. They, that was the mid, the, the Hasselback era jerseys. Yeah. I uh, I could do a I could do a Hutch actually. That's a, that's not a bad idea. Any of those, you know, any of the old linemen, uh, defensive guys. I mean, would uh, strike a chord for me. Um, I, I was trying to. Otherwise, I I was thinking, uh, you know, Marshawn Lynch. Um, because of what uh, he meant in the short time he was there, uh, Hasselback, I guess. Uh, you know, I, I don't know. It, there's been a few, but that easily, I like Shane's uh, Kenny Easley call. Yeah. What was the boss? Was boss fifty five? Ooh, there you go, Brian Bosworth. Yeah, fifty five. <laughs> That's the number they couldn't even retire. No, no. And Kurt, was it you? Who was it saying that they also had? Because I had a, a poster on my wall of Brian Bosworth. Oh, yeah, the, Wizard, the Wizard of Boz. Wizard of, Wizard of Boz. Welcome to the Emerald City. Yep. We, I had that poster. I, I, I sure I, wish I had it still. I was about uh, four beers, five beers deep, probably on a year ago. And I looked that up on Amazon. And you can get it for like seven bucks. I don't know why they pulled the trigger, but. Uh, <laughs> They're still out there. You waited, and you didn't pull the trigger. You waited, and now that spot in your house is is showing a cuckoo clock. Exactly. It could have had the Land of Boz poster framed. Speaking of guys, uh, breaking news. We have breaking news here. Um, I have it on. I have it on good accord here that uh, Kurt's house has never been cleaner. Than it is right this moment. Is that true, Kurt? I, I, I can one hundred percent verify that yes, that is correct. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, yeah, it's been uh, it, it's been a wild wild ride the past few days, but we're on the downhill side of it now. So hopefully everything comes together, and uh, I'll be doing a podcast from my uh, dock. Here uh, in a couple of weeks or a few weeks, the palatial estate. Yeah, but what uh, t- what town is that? Is it Purdy? It's Long Long Branch is the name of the town. Uh, so oh. you go through Purdy and you go, you just keep going until uh, basically you hit the water. Well, when the banjos start to play. Exactly <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> once you uh, once you take a take a left at the little kid with cross eyes playing. <laughs> <laughs> the dog with uh, well, I was gonna say the dog with three legs running around, but that could be uh, <laughs> that could be downtown Hillsborough. <laughs> See, we're all just a little country out here, aren't we? You know, yeah. hey guys, since we're so versed in uh, sports, uh, <laughs> I wanted to um, alert you to another uh, competition. 
distribution that I saw on the uh, news the other day. And uh, one of the guys is uh, uh, one of your own, one of the leading contenders in the mullet contest. For kids, a uh, six-year-old fella, uh, um, they called it uh, like the uh, Washington Waterfall. Or I mean, you got, you got a great mullet, you got to name it. Um, but uh, yeah, I think he was uh, the leading the votes. I don't know what what are you talking about here, Co uh, Roy? Like, what sport is this? It's the bullet throwing sport. What? No, I that that, that kid is a uh, son of a proud local thirty-two plumbers of Seattle uh, member. Who knew? <laughs> Who would have thought someone from local one eight seven could produce such quality children? Now, Roy, we were we were just together um, having some dinner uh, the other day. You know, good to see you guys in person. And uh, I yeah. noticed that Cody was growing out a mullet. His the back of his hair was getting a little long in the tooth there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't know what they. Uh, I don't know that we have a name for it yet. It's it, it's it needs a little bit more time uh, on it. Uh, but uh, it, maybe that, uh, in addition to uh, naming some of those. Uh, uh, cities with uh, arena football uh, league teams. Uh, we'll have to come up with a name for uh, Cody's bullet. So. <laughs> now, and Cody, are you going to commit to this thing? It's going to take a little while. Uh, the mullet already got cut. Oh, oh, Cody, I just saw you a couple days ago. What's going on? call it what glory could have been right it could have would have should have well if it's anything like the fairbanks hair growth genes it stops growing in one spot and multiplies in others <laughs> <laughs> unfortunately and it starts at about age 17. I tried to convince myself it was because I wore hats too often when I was a kid. <laughs> Come to find out, it had nothing to do with it. Well, hey, just like uh, swallowing your chewing gum, uh, it uh, never leaves, uh, right? Ten years, you love it. <laughs> yeah. Leave it on a lot of puberty and uh, stop growing on your head and started growing on your palms, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, at the age of 13. Absolutely. <laughs> Funny how that works. Oh. <laughs> oh, so next. So next. I've. Uh, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, I've got some, uh, some NFL news also. Did you see who the uh, New Orleans Saints signed today? 
No. The greatest tight end in, in uh, Seattle Seahawks history, Mr. Jimmy Graham. <laughs> is, is this a retirement gig? <laughs> I I can't imagine it's not. I didn't even he he was out of the league last year. He didn't even play last year. Wow. Is it a one day like to retire? Is he gonna try and play? No, they signed him for a year. They gave him like a few million dollars, signed him for a year. Hold Jimmy on a Graham. second. Jimmy Graham, I mean, I didn't even think he played the year before last either. Yeah, if you would have asked me, I would have said his last season was like 2018. I had no idea he was on the rock. He was on the Bears like uh, in 2021. Oh, let's face it. If you're a tight end or a receiver on the Bears or the Titans roster, it pretty much is like a two or three free years off. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, I fully blame Jimmy Graham for losing me many fantasy football league seasons because I thought he was going to have these huge years. And no dice. I catch him when he is on the Titans or the here, the Bears. Yep. I, I had no idea he was still playing. That's crazy. Nope. Oh, I what? didn't either. I, I had no idea. That's uh, that's crazy news. One one year uh, with the Saints. I I I'm curious if uh, if he'll get called. You know, if if you'll see his number come up. I'm sure in a. You know, deep in the game, maybe they'll have a scheme for it. But uh, wow, welcome, uh, welcome back to New Orleans. Uh, yeah. Jimmy Graham. yeah. All right, as welcome to part two of this episode, as we are still making those t-shirts to Danucci or Buzz. And let's get back into our NFL discussion about Jimmy Graham. And we are leaving off with, I believe, was it Dad? Oh, what? I, I said my piece about uh, Jimmy Graham. Okay. Well, Roy, I'll part... say this. The uh, part two of this podcast has a sponsor. Oh. <laughs> so this uh, part two is sponsored by Grant's Alcohol Delivery Service. Do you find yourself floating in a lake uncomfortably far from your boat but need a cold adult beverage? Grant's Alcohol Delivery Service will jump in with a Topo Chico or Twisted Tea and swim it out to you. Tips not accepted or offered. <laughs> how, how far, I mean, what, how far is too far? Well, when you're sitting on a big floaty noodle, you know, the, the, the world is your oyster, Roy. You can float as far as you want. Just threw up uh, a little hang loose, a little uh, yeah, a little hand signal. That's the, uh, the drink. Yeah. Tip tipping one back. Uh, my 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 can is empty. Oh. Universal <laughs> signal. He, re he really got the uh, got the message when we just started winging our empties at him. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, 
up the uh, beverage. He, he was doing it without even being asked. He was oh. on it. At one point, he jumped in with him in his hand, and I think another time it was via paddleboard. Yeah. It sounds like a good quality service. I, I, I like this endorsement. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, it uh, it worked really well because we were thirsty and it was warm. <laughs> well, uh, hey, you know what? Uh, nothing like uh, having a, 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 a beverage delivery service uh, out on the uh, out on the lake. It worked out really, really well. So, Absolutely. You know, Final thoughts on Jimmy Graham. Uh, Cody, definitely grab him in the first round of your fantasy football draft because he's this <laughs> uh, I know we said that with the Seahawks, and I'm sure some Bears fans thought it, but uh, I, I'm sure his last season with the Saints is going to be his biggest one. <laughs> <laughs> I can only imagine. He's going to go out on top of the world. Yeah. Make sure you pick him uh, right after you get a kicker in the first round. <laughs> <laughs> also, don't forget to draft every player that's ever went to Lackawanna College. <laughs> I don't think that's very many. <laughs> There's a few of them, right? I don't know if they're draftable positions, but they're uh, they're out there. I, we'll start a new fantasy draft uh, with write-ins as well. <laughs> <laughs> Just never know when Trufant is going to come back. <laughs> right. Yeah, absolutely. Trufant, uh, speaking of that, I uh, I don't know if I'm overstepping my bounds by endorsing another podcast on this podcast, but uh, if you haven't listened to uh, KJ All Day, I would give that a listen. It's, uh, it's pretty awesome. I think I was telling Tell Shane about that. It's KJ Wright, and he just tells stories from uh, basically the Super Bowl years of the Seahawks. There, he gets all the old players that were on those teams in there. It's it's pretty uh, pretty fun to listen to. He had um, I listened to one the other day, and it was uh, he had Red Bryant on there, and I that guy that, that's a country boy, Red Bryant. He was calling in from like his chicken farm in Southern Texas or something. But <laughs> it was it, it was a good listen. They're entertained. They talk about all the, the, the fighting and stuff that went on the locker rooms and everything. It's pretty cool. I, so I heard, I don't, I don't know if it was his or I'm trying to think who, which Seahawks player it was, but because um, it was a couple, it, well, it wasn't, KJ Wright's just started up, right? Yeah, I don't think it's very, very old. Okay, so this one was a few years back. I want to say it was like, I think it was Womack that was do, doing the, uh, but I don't remember who he was interviewing, but it was the uh, one of the uh, Seahawk uh, defensive uh, players, and he was talking about uh, meeting, uh, God, was it uh, Warren Sapp for the first time? or so, Anyway, well, the, the context is, he was, you know, he's on the other side. He's chipping him, right? He's, he's he keeps chipping him, and he's a rookie. And at the end of it all, uh, Warren holds him down and says, uh, "Young man, if uh, if you 
hit me again, I'm gonna put my hands on you <laughs> or something. And it was just like the coolest thing to hear, uh, you know, from, from uh, you know a guy that was uh, pretty successful as a Seahawk, you know, to go in there and uh, throw down with these guys and uh, for, for him to say something like that is to a to a to an up and comer, I guess, who was just uh, trying to trying to show off. Trying to, trying to get his piece of uh, history. Sure, trying to get his name out there. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was just a cool thing uh, for Warren Sapp, but uh, I, I'll have to look it up. I, it's been years since I heard it, but uh, it was one of those. Uh, it was it, it was a Seahawks podcast, so I'll, I'll find it. Yeah, well, I, give it a listen. It's, it's definitely entertaining. Hey, anybody, uh, I don't know if anybody on this podcast uh, Donnie Baker fans from the Bob and Tom show? Mm, no. I, I, no. I a lot of, uh, oh, okay, all right, all right. Donnie Baker. Yeah, well, uh, he, uh, comedian. And Bob and Tom show was a syndicated program here in, uh, in the Portland uh, area. So uh, the, the show itself came from Detroit or uh, back back and uh, was syndicated here, but uh, Donnie Baker was a regular uh, guest on there. Comedian, he did a lot of, uh, oh, oh God, uh, skits, I guess we'll say. I'll, I'll have to dig up some of them, but uh, anyway, the dude, I, uh, he died uh, yesterday or the day before. He was only 52 at, uh, on tour, comedy tour, so I don't know if you guys had uh, heard of Donnie Baker or not. Well, uh, R.I.P. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I thought I thought we'd have some uh, good uh, Donnie Baker uh, quotes, but uh, <laughs> I'll have to save it for the next show. <laughs> he joins the long list of uh, you know legends gone too soon: Harambe, uh, Kobe, booze and horse hose, all of them. Yeah, I'm sure I can. Uh, I can come up with some real quick. So, uh, Kirk, did the, did this did this have a, a sponsor, by the way? This does have a sponsor. So this uh, this episode of this or that is going to be sponsored by uh, the last ten percent construction company. Uh, if you have finished major projects in your house um, and like we all have, I'm sure, and uh, you don't do that with the last 10%. Well, uh, you keep pushing that 10% off, and it's going to come back and bite you in the end with a uh, collapsed timeline when you have to get stuff done uh, within a week. So last 10% construction. We'll come in and finish it, take it, take it across the goal line. <laughs> <laughs> what? You got your pen handy? Uh, what was the number again? <laughs> yeah. I don't think there's a room in my house that doesn't have multiple 90% projects. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you, when the, uh, when the old house goes on the market, uh, all that shit comes back to bite you in the butt in a, uh, in a hurry. A lot, of, uh, a lot of caulking and a lot of painting last week. <laughs> <laughs> hey, nothing like walking into a house that's 
smells like uh, fresh uh, hills. <laughs> right, exactly. Or seeing the uh, 85 uh, freshly rinsed paintbrushes on the downstairs laundry sink. <laughs> <laughs> now, from the EPA is listening to this podcast, I definitely have a dump multiple gallons of paint down the drain. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Kurt, now don't take this the wrong way, but that is the very first time that I've seen your basement floor. Oh, absolutely. It's, it's a wonder what you can do with four trips to the dump. <laughs> <laughs> now, I say that in jest because I have not seen the floor of my garage in many, many years. Yeah, we're, we're excited because we're, for the first time ever, we actually are going to own a garage that we have a legit chance at parking some vehicles inside. Yeah, he says that. Are we, we yeah. going to side bet here? Yeah, let's do a weekly update on how short that rain is. Right. All right, so the first this or that, uh, this was a topic that I was uh, listening to earlier. Um, so the, the the Tennessee Titans, for their throwback, they're going to wear Houston Oilers uniforms. Um, you know, the Titans, or the Oilers moved to Houston. But uh, I, there's a Houston football team now, so wouldn't – you would, you would think that the Houston Texans would want to pay a little homage to uh, the Houston Oilers. Right, so this or that, who should wear the Houston Oilers uniforms for their throwback, the Texans or the Titans? Well, this is, a, this is a slippery slope because what about the Browns and the Ravens? I mean, the, the Ravens could claim homage to the old Browns uniform, right? If we're going well, with go a step they go a step farther, the Ravens could uh, wear the Colts uniforms. Right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So I'm torn because I I like the idea of uh, the uh, I like the idea of the old Oilers uniforms coming back just uh, from my old uh, Tech Mobile days, and there's a whole generation that has no clue that the Oilers ever existed uh, right. in football. But uh, it it uh, it is a weird thing that uh, it wouldn't belong to the team that is already Houston and didn't leave. Right. So I yeah I don't I don't like it I guess I'm gonna say I don't like it uh, because shoot how many cities have the damn Rams played in uh, I mean everybody's gonna want a claim to them. That's true. That's a good point. Cody, what do you think? Uh, for me, it's kind of hard to say because if both teams had the Houston Oilers, I mean, unless maybe they changed the color for one team, I don't know. But I don't know if they could change the color of it. So for me, it's kind of hard to say who earns it more, I guess. Well, see, Cody... Cody's part of that generation that wouldn't know the Oilers ever existed, uh, code, right? So the, mm -hmm. Oilers, the Oilers used to be the, um, well, the Oilers were from Houston, but uh, they, they, um, they had the, 
the homage there. I, I don't know. Well, I would I say I, if, I don't think it, if it you're works. bringing that uniform back, it's got to be in Houston, right? So I think the Texans should be the ones to bring it back. It is a sharp-looking uniform, by the way. Some of the pictures and stuff. Like it looks it. good, right? The helmet and the blue jersey. It's a sharp look, but I'll, I'll relate it to basketball, and I will burn a building down if I see the Oklahoma City team wear the Seattle Supersonics jerseys, right? No chance. Ooh, That's that got to stay here, even though I think they probably own the rights or whatever. But, no, I think the, the logos and the, the whole thing should stay in that city and, and given back to that team. I still think the Houston Texans should be the Houston Oilers, right? Why wouldn't they just keep it? Yeah. Um, the Oilers are a cooler team name than the Texans, just an opinion. Yeah. A little more creative, right? So, I don't know. That's what I think, because I don't want to see anybody wearing a Sonics jersey. Oh, that's fair. That's a good. That's a good point. Yeah, I'm gonna. I, I'm along the same lines. I think that. Uh, I think that the, the Houston Texans, if they're gonna have a throwback, they should. They should have to throw back to the. Uh, or they should have the rights to the Oilers. I'm sure it's probably the rights to the Oilers got sold with the team, but whatever. And really, All how right, many so, Oilers jerseys are they gonna sell in Tennessee? Yes, exactly. You'd think those would all be in Houston. Right. There's probably a lot of guys that are up, up there, older guys that still have a warm moon jersey down there. Right. And if you have a throwback jersey, like if the Seahawks did it, they should bring back a lot of their old players, right? Throwback jersey, bring back players, et cetera. Well, they can't bring back old Houston Oiler teams to Tennessee. It just doesn't translate. Yeah, no reason to All right, the next, next, nope, sorry, go ahead, Roy. Well, I was just thinking about the Warren Moon and being with the Oilers, and uh, it took me back to the Tech Bowl days, and uh, that was a good pick if you wanted somebody who could scramble and uh, fire the ball downfield. Yep. Nobody beat Bo Jackson. I mean, it was always a race to get uh, Bo Jackson, but yeah, yeah. Warren Moon was the, uh, uh, Pretty much set the the standard for all those the the running quarterbacks going ahead of them. Here's how we used uh, to pick when we played Tech Mobile. We used to have to blindfold, and uh, you'd have to scroll up or down, and then uh, hit hit the A button so you didn't know who you got. So nobody could uh, get uh, the Raiders uh, on purpose. <laughs> Get Bo or any uh, any of the uh, power teams or the for, uh, the 49ers with Montana, right? Montana and Rice. Yeah, that was only that's the only fair way to do it. Yep. So since we're talking about tech mode, next this or that, we're going uh, NBA Jam arcade game or NFL Blitz arcade game. Well, I'll go uh, NBA Jam. To me, I'm not as familiar with the Blitz uh, arcade game, but I did play a lot of NBA Jam because you could be Gary Payton and Sean Kemp. I thought that was yep. the coolest to see our local guys on there, and they could play too. Like you could win a lot of games doing those playing with those two guys. Uh, so I, I got some fond memories of playing that game with uh, with the glove and the Rain Man. I'm, I'm going to go with uh, NBA Jam also. 
with the your guy that hits three three pointers, and then uh, you're unstoppable. Right, you're on the shooting is is on fire as it's in the air. On fire. I liked, uh, yeah, I remember NBA jams as well um, in the arcade, uh, and it also it was one of those that uh, had a lot of uh, uh, music and uh, or uh, I guess noise associated with it. You know, when you hit the threes or uh, dunked or anything, you you were uh, I don't know, it just it drew a lot of attention. I don't remember the the blitz game ever being that exciting uh, playing it. Um, I, the football in the arcade, I, I never really got into anyway. I loved playing it at home, but I, in the arcade, it was uh, it, there was just too many uh, too many other things going on. I guess I, I like the quick action from the uh, uh, NBA jams. Is that the game where you would dunk and it would go boom shakalaka? Yeah. 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 yeah there you go. What about you, Cody? So I haven't played either of them, but I would probably also go for NBA Jam. Fair enough. Okay, the next one we got, uh, we're going to go with uh, 80 degrees in Washington, but you have AC, or 110 degrees in Arizona, and you, but you have a pool. <laughs> <laughs> well, you'd be surprised that 30 degree difference um, still is miserable both ways uh, if you don't have a pool or AC. Uh, if the pool is 87 while it's 110 outside, I would take the pool over the AC, but I'm highly biased. Sure. Cody? Uh, for me, I'd probably go to 80 degrees of AC. 80 degrees in air conditioning? Mm-hmm. All right. I mean, I gotta, I, I'm going to say uh, I haven't experienced the Arizona pool in the extreme heat, but I can tell you that in Idaho, when it's uh, 101 or 102, uh the pool is lit uh but uh, not by me i i'm a early morning pool person when it's uh in the uh, 80s still i i don't uh i i can't uh i have too much of my um my mass that isn't underwater uh, and <laughs> tends to uh burn in that kind of heat well and roy don't you have a, an early Aren't you part of that early morning um, swimmer size with the rest of the uh, <laughs> the old ladies in the park? Yeah. <laughs> we all we all wear matching hats on Tuesday. Oh God! Uh, yeah, you got your nose plugs. Right. <laughs> Ear plugs, nose plugs. <laughs> That's uh, yes. Uh, it's uh, it's pool aerobics. <laughs> Does it get that hot over there? Uh, yeah, we've had a stretch here, uh, well, uh, nine, ten days of uh, above 100. Wow, I didn't know we got that, that warm. I guess it's kind of, a, kind of like eastern Washington gets a little warm over there. Yeah, a little high desert uh, situation, I guess. So, yeah, I'm a, I, I like the 80 and uh 
cold inside. <laughs> That's my. All right, for our uh, next one, so we were talking about him a little bit earlier. We're going to go tight. Which tight end would you take back on the team right now? Uh, we're going to go with uh, Jimmy Graham or let's say um, or Jeremy Stevens. You got to sign one of them right now. Uh, okay, I'll, I'll go first, and I will take Jeremy Stevens because uh, while they both can't block and both of them have suspect hands at this point, it feels like you can go out and have a beer with Jeremy Stevens. Maybe drive a car and smash into people too. I mean, it would be on hell of a night if you hung out with Jeremy Stevens. And isn't he also the uh, the guy that married Hope Solo? Is am I wrong? He is. Those both of those like to have too many cocktails and smash their cars into things. I believe that they both have domestic violence charges against each other at different times. At different times, yeah. You know what, Kurt? Who doesn't? <laughs> so, fun fact, where Jeremy Stevens got his DUI was the Purdy Bridge that you will have to drive over every time you want to come and visit me in my new house. Oh, do you pour one out for Jeremy Stevens as he goes out? Because he was pouring one out, but it was down his throat. Exactly. He wasn't pouring it out, he was pouring it in. <laughs> I didn't know that. I, I knew he had a bunch of problems. I did not know the Purdy Bridge, of all places, was involved. He's from uh, from the Gig Harbor area. Wow. I think he played for Gig Harbor. I think he went to school at Gig Harbor. Wow. Local boy um, makes good. Exactly. And then makes very bad. <laughs> no, I think I'm going to go with uh, Jeremy Stevens also, just for the sole fact that uh, the last time I was any good at Madden football on the PlayStation uh, was uh, the Madden that had um, – Sean Alexander on the cover back when they were good in uh, 05 for that one year. And uh, I was a lot, I completed a lot of passes to uh, to Jeremy Stevens from Hasselback around my game. They'll always have a special place in my heart. It's funny in the gameplay, the guys that nobody should, uh, you know, ever throw to, they, they just don't get covered, right? So they're exactly. always. Exactly. <laughs> uh, so I'm going to. I, I'm going to go with Stevens just because uh, he, the, the, the local the local flavor. So, uh, breaking news again, guys. Uh, I just got an update on my uh, Instagram that Ben DiNucci just dropped another uh, hat design. It looks like it's a backwards D. Uh, just sent it to the group. Uh, and I'm thinking to myself, if he doesn't show up on the podcast, he might receive a backwards D. Sorry, terrible joke, but I just, I couldn't help myself. <laughs> so now, is that a D for Dallas or for Denver? It's, I think it's for Dallas. It looks Dallas, yeah. He, I know he's had uh, Dak Prescott wearing on a press conference or something. They got, probably got, you know, spooning up to each other in the quarterback room back in the day. Right. Dak's always big fans of uh, guys that are... Uh, finding themselves in the XFL, so he's not really competition. Exactly. <laughs> that, uh, not to get off topic here, but that play that they ran, their, that last 
that last play, the last play of last season for Dallas against the Niners in that game. Yes. Uh, I, I, I'm not sure who drew that up, if anybody <laughs> actually drew that up or uh, or what, but just watching Sneak get blasted by that freaking nose tackle, it's, <laughs> that was worth the, uh, worth the, worth watching the Niners win a game, I guess. Oh, uh, boy. Especially if that's uh, the last play of Ezekiel Elliott's illustrious career, that that's what people remember right. you as. That's insane. Well, I, I, I'm surprised he hasn't gotten signed by anybody yet. I mean, I didn't, he's a, I don't know if he's top tier, but he's, I mean, he's got to be pretty close to being a top tier running back, I thought. I guess I never watched. I mean, he put up decent numbers. I never really paid a whole lot of attention to him, but. Uh, he's also another player that Cody should draft in the first round. Absolutely. <laughs> I, I, when, when do, so we're, training camp starts, I think, tomorrow for the Hawks, which means uh, preseason is what, second, third week of August? Uh, so we're going to we're gonna have to have our draft here probably within a month or so, I think. Yes, uh, July is the last month without uh, an NFL uh, football game until uh, the season starts. Well, that's great news because I was uh, expecting to be, uh, you know, glued to my television every night watching the Mariners make history this season, but uh, I don't think that's going to turn out like I hope. So <laughs> your I'm schedule is curiously it. open at this point. Yeah, I'm glad that I'll be able to uh, devote a little bit more time to my fantasy football team this year. It, unfortunately, as it turns out, the Mariners are just repeating history. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that's my... Uh, that'll lead me... It segues nicely to my final this or that. All right. Team go uh, 21 consecutive seasons without making the uh, Major League Baseball postseason. Sorry, I had to plug in my computer. Or uh, would you rather have them uh, break that drought and then come back out and completely disappoint the next year? <laughs> well, I will take uh, some success and a bunch of misery over the other. So um, I'll take a Super Bowl and be terrible for the next 15 years as well. So I just give me just give me something. I mean, at this point, yeah. the Seahawks are going to win a championship about every 30 years. I don't know. So we got a little ways before the next one. Right. For me, um, man, I, I don't think anything was as disappointing as that 165-win season and do nothing in the playoffs except for everything that's happened since then. Right. I, I would rather... Uh, but I'm with Shane, win something, and then suck for however long it takes to win again. I, I'm going to go the opposite. I, I, I would rather that we uh, continue. Knowing what we know this year, I would rather we would have continued the drought because at least I could bring that up and say, you know, the Mariners have the longest drought in all of professional sports, not just baseball. True. Hey, we have a unique scenario here. Oh, well, let's stop here. Here we go. Welcome to part three. Uh, Shane, the floor is yours. Okay, we have a unique situation here. We have someone on the phone that 
really wants to ask a question and i don't know if the sound is going to come through so we'll we'll have to play along and then see how the recording did all right so uh uh amber the floor is yours <laughs> okay so today at the ice cream shop <laughs> so I... <laughs> sorry <laughs> so are you crying or laughing i i don't know Okay, never mind. Didn't work, Amber. Sorry. I'll let you go. Okay, goodbye. All right. I didn't think that was going to work. You can't hear. Like, I don't know what it is with these uh, podcasts, but anything through the phone, it doesn't work. It doesn't catch up. Yeah. Anyway, the question wasn't even worth repeating. Let's just be honest. <laughs> uh, okay. I have a, a sponsor for the third uh, portion of this podcast, and I really kudos to you guys for getting through three segments without a real topic. I, I mean, you know, I tip my cap, but uh, this segment is brought to you by Kurt Cushman's voicemail recording service. Do you need someone to speak in a very soft bedtime voice to make sure your voicemail sounds smooth and desirable? Call Kurt and he'll record sweet nothings into your voicemail. Nothing makes people feel sexier than hearing the smooth tone from Kurt telling you to leave a message. True story, by the way. I suggest everybody on this podcast to call Kurt and let it go to voicemail. I don't know that I've ever heard my, uh, my voicemail. I'm going to have to listen to it now. <laughs> Kurt, I'm telling you, it could have been your wedding night. I don't know what you were trying to do or what room you're in, but boy, oh boy, is it something. I'm going to listen to it as soon as we uh, get, off the, get off the air here. <laughs> <laughs> I never call, right? And I never, so I would never go to voicemail. But I did, and oh, I almost drove off the road. You must have been in a room or like a quiet room trying to not make noise. It just came across great. I'll have to listen to it. I, 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 yeah, I don't think I've ever heard of listen to it. <laughs> Try to sound professional. Yeah. It worked. It worked. I don't know what profession you're looking for, but it sounded very professional. Wait, did you call my 900 number or my 207? <laughs> the, the deuce nickel tray? It cost me it 19 cost. cents a minute, too. I don't know. Weird. <laughs> yeah. Um, you got the call back and had to accept the uh, fees. Uh, Shane, did you, did you have a, a, a this or that topic? Uh, I have a, well, I guess it call it a hot or not, right? Um, not a, a ton of them, but I have a few. So hot or not, 
Uh, something I scrolled across the television. We'll call it. It was on the uh, the Ocho, right? I can't remember what channel it was on, but it was on a sports channel. The uh, Pro Foot Volley Tour. You're only allowed to use your feet, your knees, and your head, and it's volleyball. And these guys were pretty good. They're setting it and they're bumping it and they're well. I don't know how you spike it. You spike it with your head. Wait a minute. Hold, hold True on. story, Roy. It's 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 real. <laughs> use your arms. No, it's no. basically like soccer, but you gotta use it. You gotta get it over the volleyball net. My immediate reaction when a ball is coming at me is to, to swing an arm. I, yeah, wow. Right. Kurt, have you seen this? I, uh, I, I, I've seen it before, yeah. I know what you're talking about. I have a hard enough time playing volleyball with my all the uh, appendages that the good Lord gave me. I'm not going to uh, <laughs> attempt to, to head something over the net. But yeah, I, I know what you're talking about. It's pretty, it's pretty impressive. You know, Kurt, it goes back to the question that you were asking during uh, the uh, the interview episodes. If you had to lose an appendage, you could lose an arm and you could still go pro on the Pro Foot Volley Tournament Tour. You could still go pro. Absolutely. You might even, uh, uh, you might, put your arm weight, maybe 20 pounds, maybe 15 pounds. That's, uh, that's 15 pounds less than you have to defy gravity with and jump to uh, spike that one over the over the net you could uh, you know that could be a competitive advantage do you here's a terrible joke never mind I shouldn't even say the joke but if you jump straight up in the air do you jump slightly to the left or do you jump straight depending which arm you're missing I suppose I would think that if you were missing your left arm you would would you go to the left so it's lighter <laughs> if we only had an engineer on the the call that could talk us through this first first i'm gonna need uh the uh the, the weight in kilograms and uh also uh any um air uh just you know current uh in in the uh in the vicinity of the of the set jumper now, if he had the vertical jump ability, if he had the vertical jump ability of me, it would be very difficult, Roy, because I don't get off of the ground. So there's not a lot of jumping per se, right? Movement, sure, but not jumping. Yeah. The hang time. Right? Yeah, yeah. Not enough to calculate anyway. I did want to give a uh, quick update to the podcast. Um, on 4th of July, we did, in fact, attempt to throw an ant. And uh, oh, yeah. it did not work out real well. <laughs> <laughs> we did. We had multiple multiple choices or chances at it. We did it a few different ways. Yeah. It turns out when the ant leaves your hand, it becomes uh, invis or invisible. It flips out of this dimension in another dimension. It ceases to exist. We we all did it, and we all had multiple sets of eyes trying to find this ant after you threw it, and it it's gone. It's just gone. I think what happened was when I threw it, it just went so far that we weren't even looking that far out. You know what? Still going. Yeah. 
it's still flying. Yes, exactly. just like when they hit a golf ball off the moon or the or the Hollywood set, as they say, uh, still going. Yeah, Roy, it was impossible to find the ant after you threw it, and we all tried. Everybody there tried it. <laughs> Zero success. Okay, so in the uh, in the engineering world, if we're going to test your theory, we would have rolled out some. Uh, some of uh, some baking paper, you know, a white sheet, if you will, on a table, and uh, we, we would launch it from one end of the table and uh, spot the ant uh, landing on that uh, white sheet, unless it's like the one that Kurt threw, and it, you need quite a long table in a white sheet. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know how you uh, counter that. How do you, how do you find that ant? Well, also, I think there might have been an accuracy issue because I don't think any of us can throw straight when we're aiming. So it really could have ended up anywhere. <laughs> Let alone being uh, four or five beers deep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. And, were, and were you pointing the ant in the direction of, of which you were throwing, I guess, is the other question. Well, the aerodynamics was difficult. I couldn't exactly grab it by the legs like a via paper airplane. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, that, uh, I I can't remember. I, I think that we ended up basically throwing kind of like darts. Yeah. <laughs> now, where did we? Where were the ants collected? Uh, on my uh, my little bar in the back. Uh, that uh, you can leave food sitting on the bar for roughly three minutes before it becomes a property property of the ants. <laughs> oh. uh, there are no ants showing on uh, picture number 14 as you look at the backyard. No ants in that photo. Yes, no. They were, uh, they were kindly but firmly asked to vacate the premises. Good. Firmly. <laughs> yeah, firmly. Uh, oh, wow. Any other uh, this uh, or a hot or not shame? Well, uh, since we did, you know, I guess we went through the motions with the uh, the ants. I think at some point you're going to have to gather as many eight-year-olds as you can in a room and start boxing. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, these are questions that need to be answered. Right. We're doing this for the betterment of mankind. <laughs> yeah, in this day and age, in this day and age, if you could, Kurt, just tell me how it goes when you start asking a bunch of eight-year-olds to follow you into your room. <laughs> See how that goes for you. We're gonna need your mom and dad to sign a waiver. <laughs> <laughs> showcase inside the house oh. for all the prospective buyers yes keep it classic really, really ties, ties the dining room 
will stay up just so I can let them know the possibilities. Did you have to put I, a post-it note or something that said this is not staying? I mean, you want to make sure that that's not, you know, not a fixture. Not come with the house. Right. Yeah, because when I when I walk in the house with uh, cuckoo clocks, I, I, it gives me rust and way vibes. Right. Absolutely. <laughs> the old world charm of North Tacoma. That's it. <laughs> Well, that and the cobblestone road, you're, you're actually onto something. Yeah, I just asked everybody to pull around the back and not even go on the, the, the road. So, hey, is there, uh, is there any derelict uh, ferries uh, left out there in the uh, Hibello's uh, waterway uh, that uh, you could uh, take pictures of and uh, frame on the wall? There may be. I think that the – didn't the – the Emerald Queen Casino boat, I think, is still down there somewhere. And then, yeah, there's that ferry, the, the Kalakama or whatever, the, like... The Kalakala, yeah. I feel like that was all over the news for, like, two months, and then you never heard anything else about it. So, there's another interesting one um, I saw uh, recently. Um, I'm trying to remember the name of it. But this ferry actually traveled to the East Coast and was in service for a while. And then it came back, uh, it started out its life in Seattle in the 60s. Um, it's the Emerald something. Uh, anyway, so this the concept, the guy that brought it back um, to uh, the area um, had uh, tried to turn it into kind of a floating national park. Like it's got, it's got uh, there's a couple of uh, trailers on there. And I know that Shane just uh, raised his eyebrows. <laughs> Um, Are they for sale? And can I park them in yeah, my backyard? But they showed a picture of the ferry, and of course it's listing. You know, it's it, it's uh, sitting on the uh, in the bottom there, um, waiting for the scrapper. But you can see a couple of those old uh, like canned ham uh, trailers sitting on the deck there inside. <laughs> <laughs> so. Uh, you know, there's uh, maybe a rescue opportunity over there, Shane. If you could own a vintage trailer on a vintage ferry, I think that you've probably peaked. Yeah, that's peak vintage. You're you're vintage squared. Right. <laughs> and if that trailer, if said trailer has two wheels that will hold air, I might pull that some bitch out and steal it from you in the darkness. <laughs> Well, anyway, uh, I, I think uh, those old uh, ferries in the uh, in the waterway down there uh, definitely uh, help uh, sell the uh, sell the view. <laughs> yeah, I, it's not bad. You know, look into it. Get some <laughs> pictures up on the frame. <laughs> oh, Cody, do you have any hotter dots? Uh, that I do not. What about you, Dad? I don't have any this week. Um, I but I am looking forward to next week. Uh, the uh, names for the Arena Football League teams. Uh, uh, you know, we've got a list of the cities. Now we need to find some uh, names. Yeah, I'm. I'm looking forward to it. And also, uh, we need to name uh, the Cody's uh, former, former and future mullet. <laughs> oh, gosh. 
That's that. All coming up next week. Got a packed show next week. Yeah, don't miss it. It's a must listen podcast. All right. Well, uh, thank you, fellas. All right, and that will do it for this podcast, as we will catch you next time.